Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cut Life Podcast. It's your host, Tahira Joy. And as always, I'm in the studio with my big homie, Big Med. Ha <laughs> uh, he, He's actually, are you in the mic today? Are you? No, oh, okay. He's in the background. He's in the background. I try to get him on the mic sometimes. But anyway, today, this is how you know someone is your friend when you text them the day of. And even though they are busy as ever and tired as ever, they still agree to do it. Derek J is on the line today. Hi, Derek. Hey, love. How are you? I am amazing. The weather is starting to break, even though, well, we're in Atlanta, so the weather is breaking, but I saw that it might get cold again this weekend, so I'm a little disappointed, but it feels like (laughs) spring today, so I'm in a very good mood. Good. Yes. So, Derek. I have been following your career for quite some time, and when I was thinking about this interview earlier today, I was like, you are the master of transition and continuing to evolve because you've done it all from being in the salon to working with celebrities to being on set to being talent yourself on set Mm -hmm. and it's just been such an amazing journey just watching how your career has continued to evolve and it's like I don't think you sleep (laughs) but I wanted to kind of go back to the beginning because I think a lot of people do know you from television and they know you in and around Atlanta and you know globally from all of the work that you do but I don't know how many people actually know your story and how you got started in the hair industry. Okay. Um, well, I got started in the hair industry because my aunt did hair, um, and she used to do hair at her home. Uh, so I used to watch her do hair, and looking at how a woman's physical um, transformation is, um, affected her emotional transformation was something that I really, really wanted to be a part of. Like, I'm just like, wow, I mean, just making a woman feel beautiful just changed her whole outlook on her day, if she was having a bad day, if she was going through something with her man, or um, if she just wasn't feeling up to being the best woman that she could be, just changing her hair uh, made her become just this better person, even if it's for that day or for that moment, for that week. But it was just something special about being able to do that for a woman I know I want to be a part of. Um, so I was like, I'm going to hair school. Uh, my mother is, uh, she's a police officer, which is a real nine to five lady. And she's like, hair is not a real job that, you know, what are you going to do when you retire? All that stuff parents talk about. Um, so I snuck and went to hair school and wow. I was telling her I was going to make McDon- work at McDonald's every day when I was really going to hair school. And, um, and I paid for it myself and, you know, went through hair school and got my license and was like, all right deuces and I moved from Ohio to Atlanta. That is real determination, Derek. (laughs) I hope the people listening are getting that because you didn't let, and that's the thing, you know, our parents mean well, but sometimes they can come from just a different school of thinking, a different generation Mm -hmm. in time. And, you know, we're moving into that time of, you know, entrepreneurship. And we, we were at the beginning of that. And I think Mm -hmm. that there was this miscommunication, like, Oh no, you're supposed to go to college and get a job. And that's what you're going to do. So the fact that you had that um, initiative and ambition to do that without the support of anyone, but yourself Mm -hmm. says a lot. 
and of course God looking over you. And so yeah. you decide to move to Atlanta, which Atlanta, as we know, is one of the hair capitals. Like there yeah. is a salon on every corner, every- it seems. <laughs> Everyone is a hairstylist. Yeah. So how have you carved out your niche and maintained the longevity with your clientele, just considering how competitive a market Atlanta is? Well, you know, the crazy thing, like when I when I talk to people about the hair industry, my goal was never to be on television. My goal was never to do celebrities. My goal was always just to be the best hairstyles I can be. That's that's all my goal was. It was just like, let me do let me just do whatever, any piece of work that I put out into the world. Let me make sure this is the best work that I can produce. Um, and I think that that being my focus has always prevailed me amongst other things. Like, you know, I think it's my, my intention is always just pure from the fact that I just wanted to give you my best work. It's like, I'm not doing this because I want to get a new celebrity client. I'm not doing this because I want to do another ad campaign. I'm not doing this for any other reason, but I just want to be my best thing. And I think that's what happens with a lot of hairstylists um, or just people in any industry. They have a different focus. Um, and if the focus... They have a different focus, but they try to mask it behind what they think sounds good, if that makes sense. Right. Like, you know, if you want to just be on TV, say you want to be on TV. Say you're doing this stuff to be on TV and go be on TV. But let's not say, oh, no, I really care about because you don't. Like, <laughs> so don't fake the really, funk, as they would don't say. Don't fake the funk. Yes, don't fake the funk as if um, this is what you want to be. Just go out and do what you want to do and just do it. Um, but I think that we came, I came along as far as, um, well, when I, when I moved to Atlanta, which I tell people, anytime you want to move, if you're young and still go to college, go to school. That's the cheapest way to move. You can, you know, be worried about your student loans later. Um, but I came here and I went to school. I went to fashion school at Barter College. Um, while I was in school, um, I met this lady that needed um, a, a, a hair assistant. And what I've learned from this situation was two situations I learned. Same. Um, well, from this situation, I learned you need to do your research because the lady ended up being Dee Dee Wells. At the time, Dee Dee was just was one of the top hairstyles in the industry when it came down to recreate. I mean, creating all these looks and the music videos and for magazines and everything. But I went to assist her. Um, and I worked underneath her, and she taught me a whole lot. And coming from Toledo, Ohio, moving to Atlanta, all we knew was that you just do hair in the salon. Um, and I didn't know that you can do hair behind on a, on a music video and get paid thousands of dollars to do this as an assistant. Hello, Day Ray. Like, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's why I was like, what? When I got my first check, I was like, I got paid all this money to do this? But... Um, but yeah, so I worked. I worked with her, and she guided me and molded me. Um, she was very, she was very hard on me. Um, at that time, I thought she was a mean lady. But then once I, and now that I'm further into the industry, I understand why she was um, the way that she was. And she always taught me that it's always about re reinventing yourself, staying above the curve, um, and also remembering that classic never goes out of style. Very true. You know, so if I saw so a lot of my hairstyles, I don't do a lot of trendy stuff. So I'm not a, I don't go with the trends. Like when I get a lot of my clients, I've had, I've done a lot of celebrities, but a lot of my celebrity clients, they do get bored with me because I'm like, no, 
We're going to do stuff that when people see you say, wow, your hair is beautiful. Like, you know, now like, oh, I want to go get just beautiful, healthy hair, you know, um, and that's how, that's what I've always stuck with. Um, it's been to my detriment sometimes, but then for the long run, it just, it, it, it lasts me, you know, 15 years in the game, you know, being, staying true to that. Absolutely. And I think it still affords you opportunities because I think what a lot of people miss as well is not only being a master of your craft, but being someone that people actually enjoy working with. And everyone mm-hmm. doesn't have that combination because no. anyone that knows Derek J or has seen Derek J and met him anywhere, you always have a smile on your face. You always bring positive energy. And I know that every day isn't always a happy day and isn't always not. an amazing day. <laughs> but you bring but I feel that you put your game face on when you're in certain scenarios and you always just have this pleasant demeanor. And it's Thank something you. that is, attracts people and makes them want to be around you and work with you and continue to build with you. And I think that that speaks for itself and it brings the right opportunities to you. And speaking of the right opportunities, the recent cover of Upscale Magazine with Tamar Braxton and this pixie cut, you know, the cut life was living for. (laughs) Thank you. And she recently cut it all off, but this pixie was a nice start because we had never (laughs) seen her with super short hair before. And you know what? I was so nervous because I still get nervous about stuff because especially when you, when you're dealing with somebody with a personality like Tamar. And, you know, at this, when we shot that, she was on a tour. So the night before, she just had on a 22-inch blonde wig with orange tips. And this is like, hey, so for this shoot today, um, I want to take out, I mean, I want to take you short and black. And so I, was, I didn't know how she was going to receive, receive that. Um when she came into the, when she came into, even though I know Tamar already, but she came to the um, set, she had braids that were very long. And I'm like, hey, um, we want your hair short. <laughs> we want to change, actually, <laughs> I, your whole look right now. We just want to change yeah. it all right now. <laughs> we want to change it all. And you know what the crazy thing about it? She was so receptive for it. She was like, I'm down. I'm like, cool. So she was like, you can take these braids off if you want to. And I'm like, Great. So I took the braids out and I put I put um I put the wig on, and I start cutting it down. And then you know you and I I had to leave out for a second. I left her in the room with the mirror because you want to leave a client with it by themselves and let them get into it, let them feel themselves, let them like you know just get into the moment of it. Um, and when I came back, she was like. I think I like this. Mm. I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) That was my only option I had for you. (laughs) Right, right. So you cut her actual hair in this picture? No, no, no. It's a wig. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a wig. It's a wig. Um... It's a wig that was that was already picked. We just came in and kind of customized it. I made it a little shorter. Um, and I left it a little bit longer than what I really intentionally wanted to go to because I didn't want to just take her all the way there. But I think that we came up with a really, really good look on her. She looked fabulous. She looked fresh. She looked um, she looked very striking. She looked chic. Like, you know, all the things that I just wanted to capture with that haircut, I was able to do on Tamar. And honestly, you know, when you think of a magazine cover, a lot of times they reflect a moment in time in the cover Mm -hmm. star's life. And when you think about Tamar and the transition and different things that she's been going through lately, this cover was really like a, it signified the rebirth 
to me of her and like a, a fresh start in her life. And mm-hmm. I think that it captured it so well. And I must say, I think you gave her the itch to go ahead and cut it all off. No, you know, and when we, and when, well, after we got done, she said, I think I'm going to cut my hair off. I said, girl, cut your hair off. Well, I tell women all the time, it is just hair. It is something. You wear a wig every day anyway. Exactly. So if you don't want it, cut it off. Don't be afraid to cut your hair off. Don't be afraid of change. If you don't like it, put your wig back on. Just that simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And... So let's talk about some of the recent projects that you've done. I saw you, I think, you know, I'm always on Instagram and scrolling (laughs) and looking at what friends are doing and even people I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I see Derek J on the set of Tales, I believe. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh, yes. I was like, okay, let me see. And then it's like, it just seemed like all this set life stuff kept popping up because I was always used to seeing you host events mm-hmm. and being in the salon. And then now I'm seeing like set life, set life, set life. So tell me mm-hmm. about what's been going on um, lately with all of these opportunities with TV and film. Well, you know, I've been very, very blessed um, to be able to transition into things that I want to do. Um, I work with Swirl Productions here in Atlanta, and they I worked with them before, and I stopped doing it because I was like, well, I don't really like this um, because it's like, you got to sit on set all day long. But um, it was a project, Tales, by Irv Gotti that had came up later, um, like in, what's this, 2018? So in 2016, it came up, but then it got pushed back. Um, and then it came back up again, and they was looking at a job to somebody else. I was like, no, I want to do this. Um, one, because it's Irv Gotti, and it's like I, I admire his work. I admire his work ethic, and I'm like, I want to work on this project. Um, the best thing about the, the Tales project was that it was eight episodes, but every episode we had a different cast. Yes. So we were able to meet all these great actors, um, and was able to create, and then Irv gave me the liberty to do whatever I want to do to create the look for these characters. You know, he really trusted the the beauty visual for what the what the women of Tales and the men of Tales look like um, with me. So that was the first time, like I get, that was the first time that a director, a creator, really said, "Here, here's my project. I trust you." Make these people beautiful. That's amazing. Um, yes, it felt, and then the, the, he's amazing. So it was just, it was a, a, a great, great project. It, it's, we're getting ready to start season two, which I'm super excited about. Um, but the, the 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 TV world, I mean, I enjoy it. Um, it's just a, it's just a lot of time. Yeah, a <laughs> it's lot like of time on hour set. Day. Yeah, yeah. It is like this is not my life. Like you know, this is so. I'm, I've been fortunate to work with a team. Um, I have an excellent barber. Um, I have an excellent barber. I have an excellent key hairstylist. I have excellent assistants that understand what my life is, how my life is set up, and they allow me to come in. Um, I can set the looks, and then I can go about my business, and they can hold me down while I'm out making things happen. So speaking of going about your business, um, mm-hmm. for those that are unfamiliar and were under a rock, you were on, mm-hmm. um, had a Bravo show at one point yes. with Miss Lawrence, who I love. And congrats to Miss Lawrence um, starring as Bruce on Miss Bruce on Star, which is yes. amazing. And mm-hmm. then also um, Bevy Smith, who has her own yes. radio show. I think she's on Sa- Satellite Radio. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah Satellite. Okay. Or, 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 
Yeah, she's doing it big. And so (laughs) when you talk about having time and your staff understanding your life and your time, and I see that recently you started your one minute with Derek J videos Mm -hmm. that are not just about hair, but just about your lifestyle in general, from cooking Mm -hmm. to fashion to home decor. I mean, you had a video on candles that had me intrigued. I was like, I need to go sit over there and just light a candle with Derek J because this is really sexy right now. But is this a part of getting back into the talent side of your business and brand? Yeah, it is. You know what? I want to say this is that TV, working on television is twofold. Like, you know, um, I learned a lot on Fashion Queens. I learned a lot about myself on Fashion Queens. Um, and once it was done, I had to take a step back and say, you know what? Let me figure out what I want to do. Um, Bevy Smith and, 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 and Miss Lawrence are two really strong personalities. Um, that's different from my own. And it, it, they taught me a lot about myself as meaning where I need to stand up for myself. I need to do more for myself. I need to put myself in different places and do different things that I don't think at that time I was mentally prepared to do. Um, so I needed to take time out to be like, you know what, let me work on Derek J. Um, and not what people think that they see, but who I really am. Um, and I, and I sat back, I was like, you know what, now it's time for me, you know, I've been gone long enough, now it's time for people to start seeing me again. I think that from us, from the from the old school, of when we start started in this industry, we really forgot about the social media aspect, which you have perfectly, um, you have perfectly mastered to hear. Thank you. Um, but, um, but we forgot about it. And it's like, I'm not getting on Instagram. I ain't doing that. But if we don't do it, we're going to get left behind. Like, and it's just going to be left in the dirt. So that's where, that's where I was like, you know what? Well, let me start with these one minute with Derek James. Let me get myself back acclimated in front of the camera. And let me let people into a piece of my life. Because really, nobody knows nothing about me. Like nobody, like, nobody knows how I really actually live. Nobody knows really nothing I didn't know you could me. make a bomb apple dumpling and I keep harping on the apple dumpling because <laughs> any type of like apple dessert from cobbler to pie to dumpling to crumb I love them all and I love them all I love, apple, I love apple too now I try to do it a la mode with like a vegan vanilla ice cream I'm trying I'm trying but yeah he put that recipe on there and I said no he didn't that looks like the apple dumpling from Brewsters. I'm so hungry yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what so I want. I'm letting people in. Um, and I'm on, I'm going to hit, like, I would like, would I like to be back on big screen television. Yes, I would. But I'm good with this. Like, I'm about to, I'm, I've talked to my girlfriend. She's like, you need a YouTube channel. So I'm starting my YouTube channel. Um, I have a new show that we've been taking from my personal stuff called Soul of Us. And it's basically I'm in people's home, um, regular people cooking regular stuff. Like what is your what like your favorite auntie? Like what does she make the best of? And we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna make the recipe, we're gonna cook it together, and then we're gonna share it with you guys. I like love it. you know, just yeah, just easy breezy stuff. That's what I wanna do. Like I like television, but I don't wanna be I don't wanna be in no drama. 
I don't want to be talking about nobody. I just want people to, I want to do happy stuff. Exactly. Stuff that makes me feel good. Just feel good things. And there's always an audience for it. And I think people forget that they see so much negative commentary and negative Mm -hmm. images that they think that's the only way to be successful. And it's not. And when you spoke earlier about the importance of maximizing social media and just the digital space in general is so true because you have this open forum a lot of times with free tools or low cost Mm -hmm. tools where you can create content and that's the wave of where everything is going like Netflix isn't big for a reason and shut down Mm -hmm. you know Blockbuster is gone Toys R Us is gone like people Mm -hmm. are online purchasing not only products but they're purchasing content and they want Mm -hmm. to be able to sift through and watch what they want to watch. And there's an audience for everything. It's just about creating that content and being consistent about creating that yes. content. Um, which is a job. It is. It is. <laughs> it definitely is. And it's also lucrative. I think people look, think online as opposed to traditional forms of media like TV and film and think that there isn't money there. But I was telling a friend earlier, there's a reason why Kevin Hart started the Laugh Out Loud app because he knows mm-hmm. there's, there's money in digital content and you can reach mm-hmm. people a lot faster. The cost can be lower and you have this direct relationship with your audience so why not if Derek J has 300,000 plus followers why not impact them directly with your own content that you control Mm -hmm. that you own and then if you decide you want to sell it or partner with other mediums you can choose to do that Mm mm-hmm yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm here for it. You know, <laughs> but you know, but I, 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 but I hats off to all of you social media people that really do social media because this is a job. You really like, do it, Derek. Really... What do you mean, you <laughs> no, people? No, what I mean, no, so you no, have three hundred thousand followers on Instagram, well, let Derek. Me, okay, so <laughs> let me tell, let me tell you about my 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 career life and with social media. I have been truly, truly blessed. I understand that I have I have had favor. I have done everything that I have done has been by the grace of God, period. Like, you know, I've never, my, when, when I did, um, when I started off with Tears, Shears, and Beauty, I just was in the Bronner Brothers competition. We didn't know it was going to be taped. Wow. When we, when we did Good Hair, we didn't know that Good Hair, they told us it was a documentary for HBO. We never knew it was going to be a film. And that Chris Rock well, was behind it. That Chris Rock, we, yeah, we didn't know that. When we did, um, when I got into Housewives, I met Carlos King at a club, and he's like, I want you to be on my show, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I didn't even know. This was second season. I didn't even watch the show. Um, one of the peop- one of the persons that he hired to do Kim's wig party got into a car accident on their way there, and he said, hey, get here, get here now. Wow. And I got there. He put a mic on me, knocked on the door, and was like, have fun. And then when I walked in, it was my first time ever meeting Kim. Wow, um, I would have never known yeah. that. Oh, yes. Well, Hair Battle Spectacular for Oxygen, they called the salon and was like, hey, you want to be a judge on the show? I was like, okay. And then I, they faxed me over some paperwork, and I faxed it and sent it back. And the next week, I was in L.A. for two months. Like, so all of my whole career has been on, on grace. Um, now, my fault through my career is that I just thought it was a fluke. So I was like, oh, okay, I did a show. It ain't going to happen no more. So I never I, I never maximized the opportunities that I can do while I was on television. Right. And um, so now I realize that mistake. And I know when my time comes back again, because um, it's going to come back, because I think that he's 
God is preparing me for a next chapter in my life. Now I'm going to be fully prepared to maximize. So, yes, with my 300,000 followers, I work hard to get them. But I, if I would have did, if I would have did the work that I wanted to do, I would have had a million plus followers. Um, um, yes, I, yeah, you know. I love it. I love yeah, the, no. I love the humility and I love the the oh, aware yeah. the self awareness that you have yeah. because I think a lot of times people, especially when it comes to interviews like this, they want to talk about the triumphs but not the trials and how they've learned oh, no. from those things. And I, your story, it resonates so much with me because. People ask me all the time, like, how did you get to a million followers and how did the cut life come about? And there is something that I, you know, I tell them certain things and there are certain tips that I can give. But honestly, it was literally a God given idea that was a hobby and turned into a business. I was completely mm-hmm. in the PR world and expecting mm-hmm. to not necessarily do that forever, but I was still, you know, very much in it. And to not even be doing it all anymore is something that I couldn't have predicted. But good thing God's plans are not our plans. And he Mm -hmm. knows how to direct us in the way that we should go. So, Yeah. And it's crazy that you hit me up today because it's so funny because I I went to my first therapy session yesterday. Um, Congrats. That's good. Yes. I think everybody needs to go. I mean, it was great. Um, But um, he said something to me and he said that the, he said we you need to be around people that uplift you. If you go home every day to your house by yourself and you know then all the time you deal with people when you're at work and things of that nature, he was like you get inside your head, and he was like you know you think you, you start to think poorly of yourself, you start to criticize yourself, and you don't really realize the blessing that you are to people and what, and what you put out into the world and everything else. So he was, so he was like, listen, I need you to start receiving your stuff and I need you to start believing it. I need you to start understanding it. And I need you to start work acting on it. And you know, that's when we text a day, you're like, Hey, let's do it. I'm like, sure. Yes. Wow. I'm going to do an interview. Yes. I'm going to talk about this. Yes. I'm the shit. And yes, I'm yes, I am. This I am Derek J. This is who I am. This is what I do, and you better believe it. See, so, I, got, I, mean, I get goosebumps when you tell me stuff like that. I just love well, yeah. how God orchestrates things, and the power of positive thinking is so mm-hmm. real. Yes, it is. I love girl, it. I like, yes, I'm here, girl. What's up? <laughs> well, we are here. We are doing it, Derek. You are amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for joining much. us. This interview was so open and candid, and. It's just, you know, everybody, hopefully you all get a chance to meet Derek one day because I'm blessed <laughs> to know him. I can hug him if I want to. Yes, thank but you. hopefully you all get a chance. And we're looking forward to seeing, you know, your next project. Definitely we'll look out for the new season of Tales. Um, I did 50s show get uh, renewed because <laughs> it was a lot of beef going on. But I don't I didn't hear you about know, his show coming know. back. But well, I, I heard about <laughs> But I tell you, I, I'm happy to be working on the herb side. See, listen, listen. <laughs> so we will definitely look out for that and all the new projects you, you have going on. Everyone that's listening, please follow Derek on Instagram at D-E-R-E-K-J-Hair, Derek J. Hair. So we can get him to a million followers. Hello. Like, let's, yes. let's do that. That's what happened happen by the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. And then when I get invited over to dinner and have my apple dumpling for dessert, I'm going to let yes. y'all know. Yes. How good it was. It will, be part of, it will be part of One Minute with Derek J. It will. It will. <laughs> Thank you so much, love. We'll talk soon. Thank you.
All right, baby. Thank you all for tuning in to the Cut Life podcast. As always, you can listen to all of the episodes on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. We need you to listen on iTunes, too, so we can get up to the top of the list of all of the podcasts ever in life because we're the bomb.com. And for new content with the Cut Life, visit livethecutlife.com. You can find out about the latest events. Um, we've got some webinars coming up for these stylists that want to get even more info outside of the podcast. So just stay tuned for more. Thank you.